I'm Zach Steiner. And I'm Aiden Matthews. Welcome back to another YouTube podcast. The one-stop shop for anything and everything related to pool, hot tub, and beaches streams. Yo, let's go. <laughs> the show where for only $10, you can donate to have me or Zach fart on, on, on recording. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind next time you're you're wondering of whether or not to financially support us. Facts. You know, that could be you. That could be you. 100%. And then there's no limit. So just keep the money coming in. Keep the money coming. We'll do we'll do <laughs> one per episode, right? You you pay $10 for each episode. You get a random oh, yeah. somewhere in the in the podcast. It might be an hour in. It might be 30 seconds in, but you'll have to listen to the whole thing to find out, of course. So, 100%. You know, we're 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 thinking we're thinking about it in a in a smart way, if you will, trying to raise some uh, money and boost them numbers. You know, kind of part of our long term, our long term goals. First, it's like farting on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Then we get in a lot, into NFTs, right? Right. And right, then right. after that, pyramid scheme. But we don't have to talk about that yet. We'll get there. Sure, but for now, our best option is our sponsor. Awesome Creator Academy, who will support oh, us shit. regardless of whether or not we put fart sounds in it. Our sponsor today is Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit. If you're getting on YouTube and you have a little bit of money to throw around, why not check out the YouTube Starter Kit? For $99, you get over $1,500 of value and dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, in cards, lower thirds, royalty-free background music, fonts, and more. Pay one price and have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out. Check out the link in the description or the show notes. And in doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. But of course, if you don't have $100, the $10 for the fart and sounds is still up there. But also, you can support us through Anchor. Anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. You can support us financially at $1, $5, or $10 a month. We'll read your name on the podcast. When we plan to do this podcast for a really long time, the more financial support we have, the easier it will be for us to maintain a consistent schedule. Don't you love to hear that? Consistency. That's what we're all about here on the podcast. Consistency. Every week, every new upload, right on time, as always. Oh, yeah. Thank you to the sponsor. Always. Yeah, I did want to say before we talk about what we're doing today, it is funny that in our DM uh pin messages we have our sponsorship schedule and then a couple of other things related to another youtube podcast and then and then right at the top it's just our personal rankings of the naruto arcs so far <laughs> yeah so it that's is. pretty funny up to date too <laughs> up to date yeah, yeah, yeah rankings of them it has all three of the first arcs that we've watched so far but uh it'll have to be a different podcast for a different day what are we talking about today Zach? <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, where the hell we've been for mm-hmm. the last two months. I feel like that's probably the first thing on people's minds. Um, and then we're going to talk about the hotly anticipated, uh, our our thoughts about the uh, the hot tub streams happening on Twitch. I feel like the, the and, title uh, of the, the episode should just steal from the Twitch blog. Oh, 100%. Just title it, Let's Talk About 100%. Hot Tub Streams. That way anybody <laughs> yeah. who's subbed to another YouTube podcast is like, oh, they're finally going to do it. They're finally going to talk this, about, it's about time. hot tub streams. We just thought it'd be funny some... 
to mention it. We don't have a, a full yeah. like episode planned on it or anything. But we're like, hey, we're doing your week on YouTube. It's been a while. Let's throw in like a little bit of Twitch news on something that is very fucking funny to talk about. But we will get to that later. I uh, I quite think it's think it's hilarious. I'm writing down right now. Let's talk about hot tub stream so I don't forget this. <laughs> so uh, that'll be pog. Uh, we got oh, yeah. like actual news from Twitch about it. So it's like brand new shit. So what better way to come back on the podcast than to talk about this? Yep, current news. That's how we do things around here. Although by the time you Absolutely. listen to it, it'll be like two or three weeks after the current news. Um, yeah, but current enough. Current forest. You know, it's fine. It's fine. But Zach, yes. How was Go for it. your freaking week on YouTube trademark? So, uh, as you may have noticed, uh, our last episode uh, is is. Our last episode that Aiden and I recorded is going out on May 23rd. Mm-hmm. But the last episode that uh, we have uploaded as a recording right now, because it's the 21st of May, uh, went out on March 29th. Yep. So it was last Sunday of March. So we're like, last Monday of March, my bad. We're like two months from our last episode uh, being uploaded. Yeah. And uh, that was because I was like getting really busy with work stuff. I was like, yo, can we take a break? And you were like, yeah, that's cool. And so, like, I took a break. Um, I was I was getting really, uh, I was getting really mad at myself because I hadn't put on a main video this year. Um, I was starting to do some streaming again. That was going pretty well. And then it went off the rails. And then uh, I think I, I think it was actually like two weeks after not putting out another YouTube podcast was when I hit you up about that. But I was just just told you and Jay and just like everybody I was involved with creatively that I'm going to take a deliberate break from my creative projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I haven't, I haven't been deliberate about it in a long time. Usually it's just, Oh, I ain't getting nothing done for like two months. Oops. Um, but, but this time I was like, instead of trying to feel guilty about anything, I'm just going to make it a actual break. So Be up front. That's, Not doing shit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I, I mean, I haven't really done anything related to YouTube since March. I know that, um, like I said, I was doing some streaming, and that was going pretty well, and I was putting stuff up on the uh, Zack Snyder Plays channel, which was pretty cool. Um, and then I think, like, after after a few weeks of that going fairly well, like, I had just gotten really busy with my work stuff. And, mm-hmm. So that's, that's really been the main thing is just keeping up with my work. Um, I started working with another client and then stopped working with that particular client over the past couple months. That was interesting. Um, but like, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, I'm, I'm actually financially able to not bring on more clients, which is really cool. That's dope. Um, it's, it's really dope. I've, I've got like kind of a main three right now that are that are kind of keeping me afloat and um like i've mentioned working with pat flynn before and that takes a lot of work to make those videos happen um and then i work with this uh this channel that does etsy content and that's that takes a little bit of work um but not as much work and then i work with this dude on linkedin who's switching over to youtube stuff soon so that'll change uh, within the next month as to 
kind of what I'm doing for him in terms of work. But uh, it's it's enough to where I don't have to like struggle. Um, it's it's not like amazing or anything, but it, it's enough, and I'm I'm cool with that. And I got other stuff that I want to do creatively, and so I've I mean I've just like turned down potential clients recently, and uh, I'm sure you'll talk about it. I sent one over to you, yeah, as well recently, which was cool. Um, and so if anybody hits me up wanting me to do their work, like I'm probably going to be sending them over to the homies because I know that I've talked to you, Jay and Parker and all three of you seem to be like kind of wanting to do a little bit more of this kind of side of the, the content creation thing, make a little extra money. So that's the plan. I will say uh, it was very funny because I finally caught up on uh, come up episodes because I was behind for like a solid, <laughs> a solid yeah. while. And you put out, like, three episodes talking about what's going on, talking about movies, all this sort of shit. And at a certain point, in classic come-up fashion, you make a statement like, you know what? I've gotten a lot of shit done in 2021. I've gotten shit off on track. Another YouTube podcast. Get this. At the time of recording this come-up episode, we've had an upload every week for the first three months. And I'm like, (laughs) when was this this recorded? And it's like posted like literally at the end of March. So like right before we just didn't upload anything. Yeah. And I'm like, this is epic. This is, this is classic Zach. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) it is very classic come up fashion. I remember my, my favorite moment of the come up is when I'm talking about like being depressed for a while. I'm talking about like trying to work on it, trying to figure out ways to like not be depressed. And then one episode, I'm like, yo, guys, like I, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm good. Everything's everything's doing epic. Uh, and then and then I don't upload again for like two months. And then uh, I didn't upload again for six months. So that's just how it on goes. that podcast. So that's just funny. Just how it goes. Our mood uh, fluctuates so often. That we can yeah. work on a video or work on a, a project and have a particular vibe about it. But by the time that project is done and uploaded, it might be the complete opposite feeling. Like, oh, I look happy in the video or I'm depressed or I'm depressed in the video and I feel good yeah. now. <laughs> Vice versa. Like, I'm never that consistent in my, in my mood or emotions day to day. <laughs> I know. I know. We're, we're probably going to talk about it more in the next episode because uh, we got a we got a little topic planned. Um, we do a very interesting one, but uh, I, I think so. The psychology it, it behind just, hot uh, tub streamers. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be the next five weeks. So strap in, get ready. <laughs> it's a it's a segmented part part of the the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but no, I don't really have anything else. Like that was that was mainly it. I've just been in my time like watching Northern Lion on Twitch and playing The Binding of Isaac and then working. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. I've been reading some. That's been cool. I've been reading this book called The History of the Ancient World. Learning about uh, ancient Sumerians mm-hmm. and Egyptians and like all that shit. About to get into uh, the beginning of the Greeks. Okay. So that's kind of pog, you know. Did a... Uh... Did you find out at what point the upload schedule was invented? Because I I figured the Sumerians Mm. probably didn't have that shit unlocked, which is why they faded away, for sure. Nah, one would argue that that is still in our our personal future. Uh, It's it's more of a a, uh, construct than an actual set-in-stone idea right now. So hopefully we'll get to see that in our lifetime. (laughs) 
by the time I'm like 140, <laughs> like we finally have invented the consistent upload schedule. Yeah. Like wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought internet. Well, we'll live to be 140, and that was, <laughs> and that's the thing we're excited about. Yeah, like AI robots, whatever. Fucking, did we finally figure out how to upload <laughs> every week? That'd, that'd be the, the secret sauce, if you will. Well, that yeah. was epic. Thank you for telling us about your week. Always interesting to hear. <laughs> Mine is uh, substantially yeah. longer, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's just let's go. You've been doing shit. A lot of shit happened. Um, from the top, I'd say Hopefully. probably the most substantial thing was uh, the rebrand. Rebranded myself. That's right. When that's we last right. talked. I'm still Blue Catch Productions, so it's not like I went from blue to yellow or something like that. Um, but I did drastically change up the look and the styling, keeping the ocean theme, but uh, messing around with the text. Kind of a, a bit of a taller font, a bit of a skinnier font. It's uh, white, oh, yeah. got a little bit of some waviness going on it's hard to explain without looking at it but i've wanted a a white and blue look for a while now and uh the old one that i had was just kind of like blue on dark blue which is fine just not as interesting uh i've had Mm -hmm. my old logo ah shit since 2018 so it would have been going on three years with that same look um which i got my use out of i mean i paid 30 dollars for it have it be done and it was great at the time i probably talked about it on youtube podcast at the time you did um it's funny we've been doing it that long we have (laughs) but then it was like yo let me see if i can do something so i ended up making it all myself and i'm really happy with how it turned out i've still given it like the same vibe of blue catch productions but a little bit more minimal a little bit more clean looking i'm not using like a big bold font or like a couch or anything it's just it's just the word blue on an ocean background, it looks nice, kind of nostalgic, kind of old looking. I fuck with it a lot, and so I've changed over. I like it. Pretty much every social media at this point to reflect the the new branding. Hell yeah, everything like uh, pretty much. And even even like HBO Max, like even it's all good. <laughs> even the HBO Max. <laughs> sure, whatever, whatever you want to believe it was wild because uh when i had made it and they showed it to you and you're like oh this is cool whatever and we tried to work on like fitting the couch in there and it didn't pan out i'm like well, i'm just gonna go with this for now i'm gonna put in the discord and see if people fuck with it and uh within putting it in the discord like 30 minutes later i'm like cool i'll just i'll just change it now <laughs> like i didn't even wait yeah i didn't announce it in a video i didn't you know ask on twitter hey people fuck like i i made it I was happy with it. I showed it on Discord for maybe like 30 minutes and then uploaded it everywhere. It was quick. It was good, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there's something to say about update videos and shit. And like, I know me and you watch a lot of update videos, even if we crack. don't watch the main content of, of a channel. Um, but it, it's nice to just like do something and be like, yo, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care, man. Whatever. Especially because it was Whatever. so similar to the last one. It's like, I, I don't really need a whole big, big shabam about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, sure. so I did that. Uh, probably the second biggest thing that happened was uh, Twitch. I added a bunch of different unique things to the stream, um, including some new alerts, uh, a kind of water wave stinger transition. Like before, it was just kind of like this black with blue lines and it didn't really match the aesthetic, but now it's just like a little water animation that comes over it that I think fits better. Um, 
And most importantly, I finally got the DSLR set up with the stream. Yeah. It ended up being about $200 for the desk mount, the capture card, the cable, and the dummy battery so that the camera could stay Mm. on for a long period of time. Um, But I was saving that money for a fucking graphics card that never came. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and get this DSLR streaming set up, see if it works, see if I'm happy with it. And uh, I streamed for seven hours that day, playing Minecraft and beating Minecraft, and I really liked how it looked. It looks really good. I'm, I'm really, really excited for your stream layout now. Shit looks clean. The uh, DSLR is really dope. Like I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I'm hoping, too, I can use it a bit more in uh, video stuff. Because the issue would always be, like, Mm. if I wanted to record videos, I had to get the camera set up and get all the lights and everything. And it would take a really long time. Whereas early Blue Couch Productions is, like, webcam, on the desk, got the mic, start recording, go. It was a lot quicker. But I wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. confident in how the webcam (laughs) looked because it's not great. Quality looks bad. On video. Especially in current year. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh, I'd really want to use my camera. And so that's the second intended benefit is... If I just want to start filming videos at my desk, I can I can do that. The only thing that like isn't great about it is I can't use the autofocus on my camera when it's hooked up that way uh, because all the menus will start to show up. So it has to be manual focus every mm. time, which is fine, um, but it means every time I turn it on, I have to manually set up that focus. And if I move too much, like too far back or too far forward, there's a very real chance mm-hmm. that I could just be out of focus entirely that used to happen a lot on uh, back to the video games before i was able to hook it up to the monitor at least here though on the desk setup i'll have obs to preview and i can see it a little bit better but kind of sucks that i can't use the autofocus for that because that would be really helpful in those situations it's uh the more the more advanced we make our videos more complicated it always gets it's another step even finding like a fix it's like yeah there's still like two more steps associated with it so you get it all figured out and uh even though i got one piece there's still like another piece that i want to improve on and shit like that i still need a still need a graphics card for my computer that isn't old as fuck and uh Mm -hmm. the big thing i'm noticing now is when i'm recording videos with the dslr it's good but the audio isn't as good as the voiceover mic. And it's like, you know what, that's fair. Like the DSLR mic was $50, but it's an issue mm. of uh, range. So because I'm a couple of mm. feet away from the camera, that $50 mic has a harder time picking things up. And so there's like a discrepancy in the audio quality between when I'm on voiceover, which is basically this setup right here. I'm up right. close to the mic. And when I'm on camera, and so uh, now I'm looking at things like, can I get like a stand for this mic that I could bring with me on videos or maybe I need one of those zoom portable recorders so I can hook up a mic to that and have it right on me when I'm recording and looking into all sorts of weird ass audio setups. So you think I would be done and satisfied with what gear I have and, <laughs> and feel like it. But when I solve one problem, I always seem to discover another one of things that could either be better in this case, be better or uh, in a lot of cases, just make things easier. That's the other big one, yeah. is convenience. I think the mic stand is the way to go if you've got room for it because I, I have one and it is it's very helpful. I always have it pretty close to me outside of the frame for you. And um, 
That way, if I was going to do any kind of voice recording, it's relatively the same quality. Because it's the same mic. Which is helpful. Exactly. Exactly. Not having to use two separate things, which granted are both done by (laughs) road, but they're two separate processes. They're still different mics, yeah. Um, Outside of those two things, though, I guess the last and sort of a slight other thing is a eight on anchor. Still doing eight on anchor. Having a good bit of time. Episode yeah. 80 came out recently. Changed out the, the starting music was doing a Q and a episode. Um, but part of the reason I bring it up has nothing to do with that and more just to do with the fact that I'm really excited that episode 100 is like within reach at this point. It's like, there's a really, it's crazy. There's, but yeah. a, there's a real possibility that by the time this year is over, I will have, hit episode 100 or really close to it it's it's dope i don't want to i don't want to promise things but it's like it's pretty close for this podcast too yeah like, yeah by the time they, these they both two reasonably episodes, could reach 100 by the time these two episodes are recorded we'll only be like four behind or something for me yeah something like that barely at all which is dope so it could be like i could hit one one week and then the next week youtube podcast could hit it who knows who knows but it would be really cool considering like they both started at around the same point. They're like, oh shit. Yeah. Whatever. Um It's wacky. Very. But yeah, that's pretty much it. LHG's been really slow. I've been meaning to record more Celeste stuff, but I just haven't done it. Um Blue Catch Productions outside of the rebrand is also kind of slow because I am working on a Zelda video. Um, but it's gotten bigger <laughs> as time has gone on. And because of the <laughs> rebrand, I'm like, I'm going to introduce some new changes. There's a new intro. There's going to be a new outro, uh, a different way of presenting gameplay footage rather than it just being full screen, like really utilizing um, DaVinci Resolve as well, because I've had a blast learning that. And I'm like 90% of the way there at this point Hell yeah. and all that sort of shit. And it's like, yeah, it's been it's been really fun to work on. But it's it's like, oh, my last video came out in March, I think. So been a. Been about a two month break from from production <laughs> shit as well. And uh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! I almost forgot. Uh, since you had set me up for it earlier, and then I completely forgot. I'm working on client shit now too. As the yeah. Other I almost let it slip by. I'm fucking forgot. About <laughs> it. Uh, so Zach just hits me up. He's like, "Yo, I got this uh, tech channel I used to edit for, and uh, he was looking to get me back on, but I don't have time. Would you be interested in doing it?" I'm like, "Yeah." Sure. I mean, I could ask. Right. So we, you know, mm. start talking in the in their Twitter DM, and I'm on the fly having to figure things out. Like, how much should I charge? Uh, what should <laughs> I? What do you want me to do? How often do you want to upload? Like details like that. And uh, he's like, "Okay, sure. We'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and get something going." I'm like, "Oh shit!" So basically, what I'm doing now is I'm doing rough edits for this uh, painfully honest tech channel, and. Uh, I've done about four videos total. Three of them have gone public. The fourth one has yet to. Um, at the time of recording this, it hasn't. But by the time you're listening, I'll probably have done it and have a couple of more mm. up there. But it's been a really fun experience. Um, the first video did not go terribly well because I didn't realize that <laughs> the having the wrong codec <laughs> of video would make the, the whole timeline slow down to a crawl. But of course, Aiden being Aiden persistent as ever just decided to edit the whole video just off audio waveforms and the audio editor instead so i just couldn't see what the fuck i was doing until the very end and i'm like oh that's why it's running slow and so i convert it to mp4 in like two minutes and then i'm able to run davinci resolve back at full speed again 
And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have saved a lot of time. Um, thankfully, every video since then has gone a lot faster. <laughs> I'm glad to hear because because you told me how long it took you for that first one. I was like, oh, oh, that's uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> you don't know these things but, until uh, you do them, you know? Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. I've had similar issues. I've like uh, I started working with proxies about a year ago because. Um, I get a lot of 4K footage, and a lot of that shit will, like, slow, like you said, slow your program down to a crawl, and you cannot edit it. So I, like, had to figure out a way um, to, like, get quicker footage in there. And uh, There's ways to do it, but not until you, like, know that you need to solve an issue. Right. Because um, I only you know my that process. Issue. <laughs> I know my process, exactly. and I know how it works. Yeah. But the second you start to introduce somebody else's, in this case... Uh, primary like apple user with like apple formats and stuff um mm, i have yeah. to readjust the workflow and do it all over and figure it out learn new things along the way and it's been really fun it's been really fun he had sent me uh three videos and i'm like i'm just gonna do them all in one day but then i got the covid vaccine had a fever i'm like oh i'm not gonna be able to do them today so i had to take a break for it for two days and then got back and then worked on them a little bit more and uh yeah, did all three, pretty much in a relatively quick amount of time. But uh, that's awesome. It's it's definitely new. It's exciting. It's fun. It's interesting. Um, I'm at least comfortable with doing rough edit stuff right now. We'll see how I how I feel after doing that for a while. If I want to, you know, try a little something more complicated, maybe try adding some shit here and there visually. Um, yeah. Bye. Paid to do rough edits, I'll do rough edits, my guy. You know, whatever, whatever the fuck oh, you yeah. need me to do. <laughs> whatever you need me to do. I want to be, that's, be the, uh, that's, that's the positive angle of it is that, like, you're starting to get a little bit of money coming in, and then you can use that in whatever way you need to, which will be dope. I mentioned it on stream, um, and I'll mention it here just because I, I think it is helpful. It's for a long time, I thought that my skills were not up to the point to where I could do something like this. Um, Mm -hmm. and that comes down to like a lack of self-confidence and, um, not knowing every specific tool or or program that the industry uses at large and feeling like I was inadequate to do stuff like this. And it wasn't until actually doing it and and finishing those first couple of videos that I'm like, oh, not only can I do this, I could have done this years ago, you know? Oh, absolutely. Now, granted, like I'm better at it now than I would have been two years ago of course obviously um but i had like kind of counted myself out of even being able to do those opportunities partially due to me not feeling confident and uh, and thinking that i could do it and um that's the thing i would say is like obviously learn new skills get better at your craft provide as much value as you can but also like be confident in yourself man you probably can do 100%. shit like this, you know. It's not, it's not taxing, especially if you've done it for yourself for for a considerable amount of time, like me and Zach have. Uh, it's really easy to get into and start working for for anybody. I think it's uh, you know, in in current year, there's a lot of people that are doing content now, whether it's on YouTube or streaming or TikTok or Twitter. Like content is just kind of like almost everybody's doing it. And, um, I mean, I've had people from my college, like, hit me up and say, hey, can you help me with this thing? 
Um, and like I was working with, with somebody that I went to college with a few months ago for, for about a month or two on some, sh on some stuff. And, um, it's like so many people are doing it now that if you know literally anything about it, you could probably get paid doing it. Yep. Like just, just is how it is. Um, especially been, if you've been doing it as long as we have. Um, and then on the flip side of that, it wasn't until I was doing editing for other people that I started to get better with my stuff too. Um, so it's because, because you're forced, you're forced to spend more time doing the editing than you may have already done beforehand. Um, cause, cause I, I do, I do more editing for other people than I do myself right now, which is a little disappointing, but it's also like through that, once I get back to my stuff, I'm like, Oh bro, this is so easy. Like I have very little problems, um, because like that's, that's my job. And so felt a lot more confident with those skills than 100%. I used to. I also think too, like when you're editing your own projects, we have the tendency to kind of just like do the bare minimum to finish it and get it out like mm -hmm. whenever you can. Um, a lot of the yeah. times I've been creatively challenged or, progress in a new skill is when I'm given the opportunity to experiment on something other than my own. And I knew that. I knew that before I even started doing client shit um, because some of the most fun I had was doing like editing for Worldwide Meme, doing editing for LHG, doing editing for Zack Snyder Plays. Like it's Let's Play stuff and it mm -hmm. doesn't require a whole lot, but when the pressure is that low and when it's not necessarily related to your own stuff, you feel a bit more of an obligation to put in more work because it's not you. It's someone else. Uh, people that want to help others typically have a little bit more of that drive to go above and beyond, not necessarily on your own mm -hmm. stuff, but other people's um, stuff. And so, like, for me, doing client things like that, I'm being like, oh, you know what? I have an opportunity to try JNL cuts and see how that works out. And not all of them are good. I was bad at a lot of them. Uh, but I got two <laughs> or three that like had really nice transitions and nice flows into each other. I'm like, oh shit. And now I can do that on my on my own stuff um, and make it more comfortable and, and more helpful to me because I had that opportunity to experiment outside my own outlet and uh, do something for other people. Definitely, definitely. Disappointing yourself, you're like, oh, you know, I'm Whatever. disappointing myself, who cares? But like disappointing somebody else, you're like, you don't want to do that. So you put a little bit more effort in typically. Uh, but you, you, I mean, you're 100% right. There's there's so many things I've like brought into my own content just because I had to do it for somebody else uh, and vice versa. So it, uh, it all kind of goes hand in hand. And I feel like I've gotten better on both on both things over time. Which is which is cool. Heck yeah. But that's it. Pretty much it for my week on YouTube. Had a lot of stuff going down. Unfortunately, no actual videos or anything came from it. But <laughs> hey, at least in the process one, at least working on one. And it'll you know it'll come out when it, it comes it's out. It's all a process. Yeah. It's all a process. And it's like output doesn't necessarily mean that you got something accomplished and not putting something out doesn't mean you didn't get anything accomplished. That's what I'm kind of been learning over sure. the last year or so. Unless, of I course, you're a hot tub streamer, in which case Hell yeah. output is the only thing that matters, if you know what I'm saying. Like, Hell yeah. They output, out. 
and, and they output strong. So, oh yeah, that's a nice segue, I think, into our kind of <laughs> bonus topic: our Twitch news, a little blog post yeah. by good old Twitch on the holy day of May twenty first, two thousand twenty one, <laughs> that's simply titled "Let's Talk About Hot Tub Streams." So, before we even get into the article, I think it's important to know that uh, me and Zach have talked about this topic, like, off yeah, this podcast true. before. Um, at first, it was just kind of a, huh, that's weird. There's a girl in a scantily clad bikini <laughs> on my Twitch homepage. And Zach's like, really? I'm like, yeah, go check. He's like, oh, shit, there is for me, too. And then it became, huh, so Twitch is seeing this and promoting this. Doesn't this kind of, like, break some terms of service rules? Doesn't this kind of, like, I don't know, kind of focus more on a sexual aspect, even though this is a game streaming platform? And from there, we had more nuanced discussions and, you know, kind of presented ideas about how we thought Twitch would handle it. We both kind of had two separate theories. And so it wasn't until today, as of recording this, that uh, Twitch finally gave us an answer (laughs) as to what they were doing. They did. So I'm going to let Zach kind of give an overview a little bit of the article here and all the excellent quotes Twitch leaves us with in this article. I do want to give a quick disclaimer that uh, I'm pretty sure both of us don't actually care about these these people doing hot tub streams. Like it doesn't affect us one way or another. Oh, no. And I think there's a lot of people that are like really mad that these people are getting promoted and that they're doing these streams and I'm like, just get over it. Just, just ignore it. It doesn't affect you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I do find it to be funny. I think it's very humorous that when I went to Twitch, there would just be uh, boobies on the front page. I thought that was kind of cool and hilarious. So, uh, yeah. So I, one of, one of my theories was, or, or both of our theories were kind of like um, either Twitch is going to find some way to get it off of their platform entirely. And they're going to double down on their, on their um, kind of policies in terms of sexually suggestive content and attire, or they're just going to be like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just have a whole category for it. And uh, so uh, Twitch said that, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do that second one. We're just going to create a, a category that I believe is called pools, hot tubs, and beach. <laughs> so, and beaches, yeah. So that's that's the new category. So now if you have chosen some kind of swimwear and uh, you are streaming inside of a hot tub inside your house or at the beach or you're in a pool, um, some people even in their bathtub, um, you can, in fact, continue streaming. You just have to make sure that it is underneath that category or it will get removed because one of the big issues was if you go to the just chatting category on Twitch, it was being like the top streamers were these hot tub streamers every yeah. single time. Yep. Um, which like, you know, on one hand I'm like, I get it. Like I, I get why these, I get why these people are doing it um, because they're making money through it. I don't personally understand why people are watching it. I feel like there's other places on the internet to go if you're in the mood for that kind of content. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) Whatever, bro. Do you, I guess. Damn. My favorite Uh, quote in the entire article 
is. Oh yeah, I'm hyped for this. Very early on, into the the article they go. While we have guidelines about sexually suggestive content, being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules, and Twitch will not take enforcement action against women or anyone on our service for their perceived attractiveness. So, a <laughs> a multi-million dollar company that's owned by Amazon that has a live streaming platform primarily targeted toward gamers, neckbeards, very uh, conventionally unattractive people, had to make a statement in current year that basically said, hey, you know what? Just because you're sexy doesn't mean you can't stream on Twitch.tv. This is a this is an open community for anyone, regardless of their, their attractiveness. We're, we're, we're in an open place. Whether you want to be in a hot tub or if you're gaming, bro, it don't matter how hot you are. Twitch is, Twitch is for everybody. And I find that extremely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, and, and just so people know, like, Twitch has had kind of their sexually suggestive content policies in the, in the past. Um, they're not going to allow pornography. Mm. Like, that is still very much a, a no-no on there. And any kind of sexually, like, suggestive acts are not allowed. Um, even things like pole dancing and that kind of stuff where, like, people are focusing on certain parts of the body. Like, they're not allowing that. Uh, but one of the kind of... Uh, one of the kind of things that people were getting around was, of was under their nudity and attire section, you could, in fact, be wearing swimwear or have some kind of body art, like right on your on your body or whatever, as long as it was in the right context. So if you're at a beach and there are people around you in swimwear, like they're, they're cool with that. Um, obviously, once these hot tub streamers started coming into play, it's like, Oh well, they're technically in a place in which, you know, this kind of swimwear is allowed, so mm. it can't technically be against Twitch's guidelines. It feels like a loophole, um, you know. Well, it is a loophole. It's hundred percent a loophole. A very explicit yeah. loophole that Twitch was not expecting people to take advantage of, and then they do, and then to be like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, it's a, it's a real thing now. Here we go. Here's your category. Let's make a category for it." Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, bizarre. It's, uh, bizarre to me. It's funny. It's it's really weird. It's 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 really strange. I don't know like what this means in, entirely for the rest of the platform. Um, mm. I don't think it's gonna mean much uh, because like like they mentioned in this article again, like if you are doing anything that's in this context, you have to be in that category. And so if you are found outside of a category, category, your stream can be removed. Right. Um, and again, they're not going to allow porn on the website. Some people thought they might just go full NSFW on the website. I thought maybe it was a possibility. Maybe they'll just add an NSFW category. Like, fuck it uh, at that point. But, like, they're not going to do that as of now, uh, which is good. I, I think there's a lot of... Um, I think a lot of the of, of Twitch has been getting more popular over the past few years, so it would kind of bring the website down in terms of popularity if there was a, a decent amount of not safer word content. Uh, but it is it is funny. I do find it quite hilarious that that this is a thing. I got a question <laughs> for you. 
<laughs> and it may not be the question you expected to answer today, but, uh, you know, being oh, no. that we're another YouTube podcast and we like to offer advice to creators about the sustainability <laughs> of some platforms, let's say hypothetically, Zach, that one of yeah. these uh, up-and-coming hot tub streamers, you know, listens to it and, and wants to know, like, you know, uh, will this category be viable long-term? Can they... Can they and should they make a make a name for themselves on Twitch in the hot tub category? And uh, you know, will that last? Will that will that be able to be a, a a thing, a career path, if you will? Is it is this a new option, a new avenue? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think if you're an attractive attractive female, you could probably make a lot of money doing this. You know. Not only, not only can you get can you get the perverts on Twitch to give you uh to give you money through there, but you can promote your OnlyFans and uh, get money through that. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some dudes doing it too. Uh, obviously, trying to be more comedic with it. Uh, I don't know how viable it is for them in the long run. Right. But I mean, if I was a 25 year old female. And uh, was hot, like I would one hundred percent do this. this There's this, no doubt in my mind. This should be your path, your content. This path. is the path right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure that once the the memes and and the discourse and all the heat from this dies down, if in like five years or so, this is even still like a, a relevant category, because I feel like part of what that's fair. Twitch is doing here is they're like, okay, we're seeing that this is a thing. We're seeing that they're using just chatting a category that is insanely popular and more likely to reach the homepage is being used as sort of a loophole. So we're going to make this pools and, and hot tub and beaches category for the people that want it, but we're not going to put a spotlight on it. They even mentioned that advertisers don't have to advertise on it. Um, that makes sense. And by keeping it in its own category, they will know straight up, like, this is what's going to be there. Um, so I have to wonder if by Twitch kind of breaking this section off and putting it into its own little space, one that they don't necessarily have to promote, one that they don't necessarily have to keep their eye on, if this isn't Twitch, maybe in a subtle way, in, in a very bizarre angle, I'm not sure, um, is trying to, like, de-emphasize it a little bit and that in five years or so people just won't care and they can be like oh cool and get rid of it now no one cares anymore it's possible i mean if you look at um if you look at youtube there's a decent amount of content similar to that on that website um i mean if you're if you're 14 and you're looking for shit to jack off to then on the main porn websites like you can find people trying on bathing suits and doing other kind of stuff like that on youtube so, but, but like, obviously you don't find it on trending. You don't find it on your homepage. It's not usually recommended to you. Um, so I think it's like, it's probably very similar with Twitch. I, I can't see it being a thing where like in five years, it's still number 12 on the like top streaming categories or top watch categories when you go to Twitch. Uh, but like, again, if you're, you're kind of in the, Kind of into making that content to make some extra money right now. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't see the reason why not to do it. I think right it's now, if, if you have the opportunity, strike the iron while it's hot and go for it. You know, 
Oh yeah. Get your bad to, queen. I just have to wonder from a long term perspective <laughs> if this is if this is like a a new thing that's gonna be around or is this just gonna be like a remember back in twenty twenty one when Twitch made a hot tub category? <laughs> Because I could see it going both ways. Yeah. Uh, you know. But as long as there's I think it's, horny dudes out there, I guess there will always be a, a market for this somewhere. You know. This is true. I think it's also good to say that, like, if you are um, intending on doing any kind of, like, what would be considered sex work or close to it, uh, usually there is a timeline in which you're, you're like, physically viable for it. Um, a lot of people, as they get older... You know, people might not think you're as hot, and so you stop making as much money. Uh, so if you plan on doing it, like have a long-term plan, maybe do stuff outside of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Try to be funny. Try to be entertaining in the process. That'll probably get you a longer way. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's very interesting. Didn't think we'd, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't think we'd get into the, the, the machinations of that today, but it is pretty funny. Clearly a, a, a field that <laughs> mean you aren't exactly uh, well-versed or well-experienced in. Um, yeah. But definitely a part of online content creation we were eventually going to have to touch on in some form. So at oh, the yeah. very least, Twitch at least uh, gave us the opportunity. And again, want to clarify, like Zach said in the disclaimer, um, Aiden Matthews and Zach Snyder do not give a fuck <laughs> what you do with your body and whether or not you choose to stream it, whether... You're wearing swimwear in a beach or a hot tub. You do you. Totally cool with it. Um, Facts. To quote Jay-Z, what you eat don't make me shit. So, <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's all advice we can we That's can a good take. line. That's yeah. a good bar. It's, it's, it yeah. is. It's a really good bar. And it just simply means that uh, just because other people are succeeding and using advantages that they were born with or not born with, um doesn't mean that you the person listening to this or or any more screwed like you have your own advantages and you have your own benefits yeah you can yeah. you can succeed along with everybody there's room for everybody we've stressed that a thousand times youtube twitch wherever there's room for everybody to succeed at content creation whether you're in front of the camera or behind it doesn't matter there's a lot of talks uh surrounding like some of the entrepreneurs I've, I've watched in the past or uh, big YouTube creators or whatever, a, a common phrase that I hear a lot is find your superpower. It's just kind of like that thing that you can really utilize to excel you. Um, for some people, that's being really funny. For some people, that's their editing skills. Some it's their writing. Some it's they got a nice ass. So you just got to figure out like what's good for you and then utilize it. And, and uh, I like to have a couple of those things so that if one of them fails, then I can fall back on the other. Right. And pivot if need be. Yeah. Right. My, my, ni- my nice ass is only going to carry me so far. Right. So I got to work harder on my editing, you know? Because uh, people aren't going to be clicking on the Your Everyday Nerd to get the, <laughs> get the ass shot when Zach bends over to pick up a DVD. You know? That's not the yeah. intended demographic yet. Yet. Yeah, exactly. There's always an opportunity for the future. Um, But that's all I have to say about this epic topic. Uh, Let us know what you thought about it down in the comments below. I'm sure there will be plenty of people who have very heated opinions about this. (laughs) And and make it a a personality trait of theirs to to stand on one side and 
talk about how gamer girls ruin Twitch or some shit. I don't fucking know. You do you. Um, you can also email us at another YT podcast at gmail.com and recommend us your favorite hot tub streamers. Um, can't say we'll go watch them, but looking for new ones, you know, I like to stay involved in the space, you know, I like to be very well versed in all, all sides of content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it for the episode. I've been Zach and I've been Aiden. Thanks for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye-bye. Alright, so it's uh, Indie Fox chick, bro. I'm about to watch her. Hold on. Oh, shit. Look at her. Epic. Oh, no, I'm still recording.